Here's what would happen if World War III started tomorrow. Millions of people would likely die, and the Earth would take decades, if not centuries, to recover, especially with some of the tools and weapons that countries are using these days. Soldiers on the ground might have exoskeletons, making it easier for them to carry heavy equipment over long distances. But the war might not be fought on land or in the sea or sky. It might be fought in space. But the most terrifying thing about this war would be nuclear weapons. A nation can have all the resources and people they need, but if a nuke gets dropped on you, it's game over. And if one country drops a nuke, it's to stop another country from doing the same, and then another. Soon, the entire world would be destroyed. Who would win this war? Absolutely no one. A full-on World War III would have a massive impact on the world as a whole. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. We should take nothing for granted. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry can compel the proper meshing of the huge industrial and military machinery of defense with our peaceful methods and goals. So that security and liberty may prosper together. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheepkiss Sheared Podcast, home of people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, the one and only Austin Creed, and we're back to our regular programming. I know last couple days have been rough because I've been sick, but we are back. And I wanted to do the show before I got sick, but I still think it's very relevant now. So we're going to we're going to talk about it anyways. We're going to talk about World War Three is coming. All right, it's very unavoidable. I wish I could tell you the opposite, but unfortunately, it's just not true. Now, I played the first two videos of the early outset of the show on purpose. What was the purpose behind it? The purpose was this. Number one is this conversation about nukes. It's funny because people are talking about nukes even now. In my class, one of my classes earlier today, one of my professors talked about how much he feared Sorry about that. One of my professors talked about how he feared nuclear weapons and their devastation, the political tools that they have become. It was interesting to me. I mean, because I I've been around these weapons. I've been I've it was my job to know how they operated, how they did how the whole project operated, not every detail. Because it's very neat to know. But I learned a lot about nuclear weaponry, especially ICBMs, when I was in the military. That was my job. Was to know about these things, know how to repair them, know how they worked. Uh, I knew how, that was my job, was to know these things. So it's always interesting when people talk about nuclear weapons. and they're, From a civilian standpoint, I get why they're scary. Now, I'm not going to talk too much about nukes because I'm not allowed to. I... For legal reasons, I'm not allowed to. But what I will tell you is, while there is warranted fear, they're some of the safest weapons you'll ever see as well. 
They don't just accidentally go off. Okay. There's no need to worry about that. All right. But here's what I do want to talk about. From what we see in Israel, the devastation the Hamas and, and the Palestinian Palestinians are doing, in, you know, to the Israelis, and the situation in Gaza, it all ties together over one reason, and that is the military-industrial complex. There is so much money to be made in war; you have no idea, unless you've seen it. You have no idea how greedy these people are. You have no idea how much money is behind them. It is crazy how much money there is in this industry. Just look at how many congresswomen, congressmen, congresswomen, senators. Look at how many of them have defense contracts or how many of them are invested in the defense contracting business. And then you'll start to see how they make so much money. Mix that with, you know, allegedly some insider trading. And suddenly you get why you suddenly understand why you start off with next to no money in the house. And you suddenly have millions of dollars. Add some lobbyists in the group and then you stir it all up into and the witch's brew. And there you have it. Good old American capitalism on Capitol Hill. That's how it works. Now, the reason I say that World War III is coming is because I believe that there are people in this world who would burn the world to the ground so they could be king of the ashes and have all the gold, have all the money, and have everything that's left. I firmly believe that. And all you got to do is look at what's happening in Gaza between Hamas and Israel. Now, I want to make no qualms about this. I'm on the side of Israel. I am Jewish. I will always side with Israel. You can make fun of me for it if you want. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I don't care what you say. Here's what, I, here's what I want to add to that. It makes me sick what Iran, that Nazi state, and Russia, and what they're doing to Israel. And I, I want to give Biden some credit. He actually is standing up for Israel, and I want to give him credit for that. Now, does that a step? Does that make everything else go away? <laughs> no, of course not. Does that make everything go away? That he's insanely corrupt, and that he has a lot of shenanigans going on in Ukraine, and so does his son and everything else. That doesn't go away. But my friends, World War Three is inevitable because the a there's so much money in it, and number two. The pressure is building around the world. The ideologies are increasingly clashing. And, you know, the wheel has never been reinvented. And the reason the case, the reason that is, is because it tends to resurface. And what I mean by that is history only history is not repeated as long as there are people alive who will repeat the the accurate telling of history. And as I look at how many World War II veterans are, you know, passing away, may they rest in peace. The more I realize that my generation of Gen Z, Gen Alpha, who's coming after us, a lot of people in my generation they don't understand the fight that it, the greatest generation, you know, and the boomers. They were super close to World War II, what they dealt with. 
where my generation is so far separated from the horrors and atrocities. I mean, just look at what's happening. The Holocaust is basically happening all over again. Except instead of coming from the Germans, it's coming from the Arabs. And I hear people in America supporting Hamas. Supporting an organization that calls for the extermination of all Jews, including, but not limited to, people in Israel. And I don't hear an outcry. I hear some people supporting Hamas. Just in the same way that people supported the Nazis back in World War II when they were just following orders. I'm not going to, I don't want to dive down the World War II rabbit hole. That's not the point of the show today. But the point of the show is to tell you that history has a way of repeating itself. And I hate to be the one to tell you this, but the farther removed we become, the more I see history repeating itself. <coughs> Sorry. I'm not completely 100% from being sick. But my friends, it, it's so sad that I even have to say this. I wish I could sit here and tell you that World War III is never going to happen. The nukes that are available are all deterrents. We're never going to have to deal with a mass conflict like that again. But it's just not true. It's just not true. And that's never become more apparent than it is right now with the Israel situation. With We have such defeatists and conformists and globalists that are running the world that all it's going to take is the will of a single man and everything is going to crumble to pieces and we're going to have a thousand years of darkness just just like when Rome fell the dark ages followed when America falls we will have the second dark age in, of this world we will fall back into the middle ages all over again if this happens and when I, when I say if, I mean if it happens in my lifetime. It's a matter of when. But if it will happen in my lifetime and your lifetime or not. It will happen. It's a question of whether it, if it will happen sooner rather than later. And my friends, I hope it doesn't happen. I hope that this is all alarmism and I'm being cynical. I hope that that's true. Unfortunately, I just don't see it being that way. When I look at... The writing on the wall, the writing on the wall tells a different story than what I would like to tell. When you look at the fact that the Ukraine war is happening, when you look at the fact that the Israel conflict is happening and it was funneled, funneled, started by Iran, funded by a lot of our money. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You didn't hear about that. Did you? No, you didn't. You didn't hear about the fact that we still send Iran billions of dollars. Oh yeah. Six billion from what I counted. And yet they regularly support, you know, not only support, they fund billions of dollars worth of terrorism against both us and Israel. And then you have Egypt, you have Saudi Arabia, all of them ganging up, not supporting Israel, not helping the Palestinian refugees so that Israel can look even worse on the world stage. This is not happening in a vacuum. This is not on accident. This is just stoking the fire that could envelop the entire world. The Middle East for a long time has been the, the furnace of the world when it comes to how hot the tensions run in the world. If the Middle East is on fire or on the cusp of flames, a lot of the powerful nations in the world are not far away. 
And with the amount of technology we have, with the Seaburn weapons that we have, if you don't know what a Seaburn weapon is, I've discussed it before, but Seaburn stands for chemical, radiological, biological, and nuclear. When you look at all these things, these rhetoric quickly has consequences. And it makes me sad to have to tell you this, but the, the League of, just as the League of Nations has failed, the United Nations has failed us. NATO has failed us. When you look at NATO and you see that Turkey is helping house the leaders of Hamas, a NATO country is helping to house Hamas leadership. You realize it's a farce. It's not real. The whole thing is a sham. <clears throat> I'm going to have to stop here pretty soon and cut this a little shorter than I wanted because my voice is starting to go. And I don't want to sound like I'm croaking on air. Well, my friends, World War III is coming. I hope it doesn't come during my lifetime. But I'm telling you, history is repeating itself. And I hope to God that whoever, if, if and when this happens, if it happens during my lifetime, well, when it does happen... I hope that the whoever wins does not become king of the ashes or king of the rheological wasteland that Earth has become. There are a lot of... This is why people are turning out in droves going to drugs, for example. You'd be surprised how many people I see drinking, uh, smoking, doing all these things just to distract themselves from the garbage can that the world is becoming, how depressed and powerless people feel, how they can't take it anymore. They need a distraction. They need a, an outlet. They need to get away from it. I understand it, but I won't join them. I'd rather tackle it head on and do what I do on the show. Show you what's going on. Tell you how you're being finessed and played out here because not a lot of people are have the capacity to do it and even fewer will actually do it. My friends, stay vigilant. Do not give up. This is your chance to make the world a better place. And if you're young and you want to make your fortune, see the writing on the wall and try to find the best way to make money off it. My friends, God bless you. Please, I'll be praying for Israel. I encourage you to do the same. But be prepared because you have no idea what might come tomorrow. God bless you. Take care of yourselves. I'm out of here. Peace out.